How many Buddhists does it take to change a light bulb? None. It changes all by itself. Sometimes, oftentimes during a teaching, my tukas will start to ache, or my leg to cramp, and my mind to wander. Focus on the pain, Rinpoche says, and I try. And then the pain melts until it comes back, along with that chattering monkey in my mind. Now, this Rinpoche, this Yonge Minga Rinpoche, all of 30 years old or so in this seventh time around of... Who really knows? I mean, uh, anyway, this Yonge Minga Rinpoche, he knew that every once in a while in this time, place, well, if this Rinpoche, and maybe he can, could see, you know, those kind of cartoony thought balloons above our heads, not just my head, but all of us sitting here on these cushions, he'd know we were thinking thoughts that were not what he was teaching us monkey minds were active. Wow, that was a night. Who's wearing patchouli, of all things? Did I pay the visa bill? That cat box must really smell by now. Oh, guy in front of me. Patagonia. What does he think this is? A camping trip? So, once in a while, to, really, to awaken us, Rinpoche, who sits there hardly moving, except for these incredibly slender, flexible arms, he'd yell, Ha! And we'd be startled, awake, monkey's gone. What I'd been thinking about was not about monkeys or patchouli, but how to get rid of the mice who live in, cavort about, and were stink up my house. I took a vow several years ago not to kill, and pretty much I've kept it. Mosquitoes and words both get brushed off, not retaliated upon, not physically or verbally stomped to death. My husband does the killing at home. I'm an enabler. And I wonder if that's as bad. What I'm hoping is that just the sound of a mouse trap snapping might be enough to startle a mouse, to awaken it to leave, to scamper into the woods, to frolic Walt Disney-style, safely, without the owls to prey upon and eat them, or the people who snuff them out with a snap.